The Gun Shop, a short story by Sky Odsley. Is there anything in particular I can help you find? Jerry asked, flipping a few pages of his magazine without looking up. He hunched over the glass display counter with his thermos next to him, picking at his fingernails and biting them while glancing over the page, his chin resting in his hand. No, thank you, Linda replied without taking her eyes from the walls. I'm just looking. Her voice trailed off as she stepped behind a row of high shelves in the corner. Jerry thought she was a little too dressed up to be shopping alone in a gun store. Rick's Guns and Ammo see quite a few customers just strolling around the store and acting as if they're in the market for something they can't quite find. But most of them are men who just drop all the rifles they pull from the walls. The last time Jerry had seen a girl in the shop, she had been under ten years old and with her dad, and that little girl had looked bored as shit. But this woman definitely had something on her mind. Jerry watched the way she would touch at the guns with her fingertips, poking them like they were live animals. He was hiding his attention behind the magazine, but truthfully, Jerry had been watching her since she stepped out of her car and walked the length of the lot to the front doors of the shop. She had nice legs. They were covered in sheer white nylons. They were thick, too. Jerry liked looking at women's legs. That's why Rick's Guns and Ammo was staying open past regular business hours this evening. Usually Jerry would have the key in his hand ready to lock the front door at five minutes till close, just standing there in the entrance, looking up over the highway, trying to decide what he was going to order for his first drink at the lamplighter after work. Today was no different. There was Jerry at the front door, keys in hand, five till close, and then up pulls her car. It swerved into the lot, slicing through the stiff October air. She had jumped out with her purse already over her shoulder. She was a good-looking woman. She was a bit older than him, maybe, but not by much. She had a square frame and a face that stayed young even in the harsh white lights of the store. Jerry had even managed to open the front door for her. It was an instinct, he supposed. Now it was ten minutes after closing time. Jerry listened to her heels saunter around on the carpet. He was covering his smile with a hand on his chin. Her steps sounded lovely. The whole place smelled like her now. He didn't want to leave. He thought about locking the door now, but that would look odd. May I ask what your name is? He asked, trying to make his voice sound professional. It reminded him of his dad. He shook his head at himself after asking. My name's Linda, she said, still out of sight behind the high shelves. What's yours? Jerry closed his magazine and took off his glasses. My name's Jerry, he said. Hi, Jerry, she said to him playfully, like she was actually hiding behind the shelf now and beckoning for him to find her. Jerry wiped his eyes and cleaned off his glasses. You know he went on saying. Not a lot of ladies stop by just to look at guns. If it interests you, you should bring your friends with you next time. I'd love a change of scenery. 
so to say. Jerry, are you flirting with me? Linda poked her head around the shelf and eyed him. He hadn't put his glasses back on. She looked all blurry. Hell, I don't know, he said, blushing and twisting his glasses in his hand. I don't have any friends, Jerry, Linda said, walking along the far wall now, running her hands over the automatic rifles. Sometimes I wish I did. Other times I'm glad I don't. Know what I mean? Jerry nodded, putting his glasses back on and looking out the door. The highway was empty. I do know what you mean, he said. I don't have the friends like I once did. They all grew up and made families. I only see them on holidays now. Right, she said, turning to him with a smile. I guess that's why we have holidays. It's an excuse to see each other. Without holidays, everyone would just disappear. Linda drug a finger over the scope of a long black rifle. Then, oddly, she smelled the finger. What is it that you do now, Jerry? She asked, stepping over to another unmanned display case full of handguns and bending down to inspect them like goldfish. Jerry tilted his head and looked at the back of her legs. I go down the street to the lamplighter, he said. My younger sister works there. She's a bartender. It's not a bad place. They got TVs. Do you like TV, Jerry? No, he said, dropping his eyes to the floor as she turned to face him. No, not particularly. But I like that other people do. What do you mean, Jerry? I mean, Jerry thought for a second. He put a finger to his chin. I mean, it's nice when a bar has a TV because it keeps other people from bothering me while I'm trying to drink. Because you don't like being bothered when you drink, she asked. Kinda, he said. If someone I wanted to talk to tried to bother me, I wouldn't stop them. But nobody like that hangs out at the lamplighter. What kind of people do hang out there, she asked. Losers, mostly, he said. The sky above the highway was turning dark blue, and a few stars began to shine. I watch the TV, too, just to keep myself from bothering other people. Isn't that strange? He regretted saying it as soon as it left his mouth, but he just bit his lip and hoped she wouldn't comment. Linda crossed her arms. Her breasts formed a crease down her shirt. It looked really good. That is strange, Jerry. But lately I've been talking to myself the same way. She took a few steps toward him and leaned over his counter tapping on the glass with her fingernails and letting her face hang only a few inches away from his. Her eye contact was intense. Jerry thought about trying to kiss her. Linda looked down into the display case at the three rows of guns separating them from each other. I don't know much about guns, Jerry, she said. She knelt and looked into the case. Past a row of guns, she could see Jerry's black slacks pressed to the glass. Why don't you tell me about guns, Jerry? Tell me what I should buy. Well, he replied, holding back a small laugh. I mean, it's not like that. There's a lot of different guns, 
Each one has a different purpose. Each one has a different design and performance. Each one requires different maintenance, different ammunition, and a different license. Guns aren't for any other reason than shooting. So if you don't like shooting, don't buy a gun. Did you read that somewhere, Jerry? Linda stood back up and leaned over the counter. He could see down her shirt now. It looked good. No, he said. That's just some basics to a sale. If you want a gun, I can sell you a gun. But I need to know what it's for, otherwise I might sell you the wrong thing. I understand, Jerry, she said. That makes sense. Thank you. Linda smiled. Her mouth came slightly open. Her teeth were white and shiny, but her lips had a natural matted finish. Jerry liked the way that it looked. I don't know if I should tell you, Jerry. She leaned a little closer and whispered, it's a secret. Jerry wanted to run his hand through her hair. She was close enough to him that it wouldn't take much effort. He might even be able to make it look like an accident. I can keep a secret, he whispered back at her. Linda looked at his face. She looked down at his mouth, then up at his nose. She lifted her chin and looked him in the eyes and even squinted toward the thinning hair at the top of his head. Jerry stayed as still as he could while she did this. Okay, Jerry, she said. Okay, I believe you. The truth is, I need a gun to scare someone. Jerry shifted his eyes around the room to make sure they were still alone. He lowered his voice. Guns are not toys, he said, looking her in the eye. Guns are dangerous weapons. They don't scare people. They kill people. You need to understand that. I understand that, Jerry. She pinched at his name tag and gave him a bigger smile. But I need a gun that will scare someone. Which one should I buy? Miss Linda, he said. I need to ask, do you plan on killing someone with this gun? Linda ran her fingers down his chest, scratching him lightly with her nails. It felt amazing and made Jerry's penis stiffen. Maybe, she said. She let the words trail on and on as she played with one of his nipples. Maybe, just maybe, Jerry. Who do you want to kill, he asked. Why would you need to kill anyone? Linda stood up, leaning away from him. She walked over to the wall. She pulled a rifle off a rack and aimed it out the door, testing its scope while holding it in the crook of her arm. It was a strange sight. She's got really long hair, Jerry, Linda said to him. She's got really, really long, pretty hair. My husband, he likes long, pretty hair. Who does? Jerry asked, feeling a little shaken. Who's got long hair? The girl I want to scare, Jerry. Linda put the gun back on the wall and picked up a smaller one, holding it in both hands and aiming it out the front door. I used to have long hair, too, until my husband said I should cut it off. 
Jerry looked out at the road beyond the door. The sky had become black. I think you have really nice hair, he said without looking at her. I think your hair looks good just the way it is. That's awful kind of you, Jerry. But I liked my hair when it was longer. My husband said my long hair didn't go with my shoulders anymore, so I cut it off. You can't change your shoulders, can you, Jerry? Jerry had begun to feel cold. The sweat on his forehead was chilly. His hands trembled. Well, I think you look good, he said at a loss. You look damn good. You don't need long hair. Linda walked over to his counter carrying the small rifle in her hands. I like you, Jerry. You're sweet. Thanks, he said, scratching his bald spot and adjusting his glasses. Linda held out the rifle. What kind of gun is this, Jerry? she asked. Jerry walked around from behind his counter and stepped over to the blank area on the wall Linda had removed the gun from. Stuck beneath the gun's wall mount was a series of numbers. Jerry read them silently and turned to her. You don't need a gun like that, he said. Linda handed him the gun. Her smile started to fade and her eyes looked tired. Jerry took the rifle out of her hands and put it back on the rack. Linda put a hand on his arm. I'm sorry, Jerry, she said. Then Linda looked around the store. She seemed upset. Jerry took off his glasses and wiped them on his shirt. When he brought them back up to his eyes, he realized he was standing next to the front door. His glasses were already on his face, and it was the keys that he held in his hand. The front door was already locked, and even the lights of the store had been shut off. He was alone in the darkness of the entryway, where barely a trace of moonlight quivered over the carpet. The parking lot was empty, and the highway was silent. He looked at his watch. It was only a few minutes past close. His legs felt stiff, and there was sweat on his upper lip. He wiped his face with a hand and walked back into the shadows of the store and found his coat. Jerry's sister was bartending alone that night at the lamplighter, but her boyfriend was there with a few of his friends, so Jerry didn't get to say much to her other than to thank her as she slid him his first beer. She sat propped up on one of the coolers laughing with the crowd of guys at the other end of the bar while Jerry just looked up at the TV and ate a few peanuts. There was an old guy next to him watching the TV with him. Jerry looked over at the man. He looked almost asleep. I saw a woman at the shop tonight, Jerry said to the man, raising his voice so he could hear himself over the jukebox. The man didn't look over at him. Jerry wanted to tell the man about Linda, but stopped himself. The old man tipped to one side and slouched in his stool. Jerry saw his sister look over at the two of them embarrassingly and then turn back to her conversation. Jerry looked back up at the TV. She looked a lot like my ex-wife, Jerry said to himself. She looked really good. <laughs>